the mind draws upon the past. So it's like past rejections I've experienced, past, you know, moments where I thought was excited about something and it actually fizzled out and wasn't anything at all, you know, or um, just all of these, all of that past memory that kind of like tries to come into the present. In 2020, my life began to take on a whole new direction. I left my corporate life and followed an inner calling. With a mix of fear and excitement, I took a big step forward. And since then, I have been on an inner quest to discover the truth of who and what I am. I share all that I'm discovering on this path of awareness in the hope that my story helps illuminate yours. Join me as we traverse this messy but beautiful human experience. This is Life with Cat Walsh. Welcome back, my friends. It's your host, Cat Walsh. Today is September 2nd, 2023. It's Labor Day weekend. And I've personally been on just kind of a roller coaster of emotions lately. And this last couple of days for me have been like particularly tough. And it's all around the topic of this episode is all around dating and I guess love, right? So dating, love, um, expectations, disappointments, you know, what we desire, does it, does it match what we hope it to be? Like all of these different things that we're going to explore today because, um, I've just been, there's been a lot going on for me and I was talking to my dad earlier today and just kind of explaining where I was at, what I'm going to talk about in this episode. And he reminded me of the, the thing the most. He's like, well, when I'm not feeling great, I just ask my guides, you know, his own guides and teachers, his angels, how can I serve? And I was like, yeah, 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 you know, I know. But like, I actually felt this like real big pull to come on and just talk about what I've been going through as maybe that's just a way to serve, I guess, right? So like share my story and, and if it's relatable or if it's relevant for you, then I've done my job, if you will. Otherwise, I think it's also a way for me to express, um, you know, when they, you know, how musicians, right? Like when you're going through a lot emotionally or there's a lot coming up, how do you channel that? And for me, uh, or for a lot of people, it's through creativity. And so I thought, okay, let me let me actually do that with this. Let me just like talk about what's been going on and what's coming up and, uh, you know, just see if either you're just going to hear me out and be like, Kat, we feel you, girl, or it might be relatable to you. So uh, let's get into it. So, all right, where, where to begin here? Okay, so y'all know if you've been watching Life with Cat Walsh. Also, sorry, if you're new to Life with Cat Walsh, this is a personal journal style podcast where I just like talk about stuff that's coming up. I talk about my spiritual and entrepreneurial journey. I talk about love and hoping to meet the love of my life and all these different things, right? So uh, this this is on the topic of love. Uh, so if you've been with me, y'all know what how I feel about this. So to take a step back a little bit, I I haven't, it's been so long since I've met someone where I was excited. It's been so long where I've like immediately met someone and was like, whoa, okay. And to the point where I started to get like concerned that it was me, you know, like why, why am I not attracted to more people for, for instance, like it's very, very, very rare that I find myself like attracted to someone. I don't mean just like, oh yeah, that's a good looking person. And then we talk, we connect. And then I'm like, but there's no, there's no there there, right? Like I can identify, yes, they're good looking, but 
you know, it's not a, it's not a yes for me, right? Body, mind, soul, all of that. And so I have been like almost like a little paranoid around like when I meet the love of my life, like, will I know? Am I going to know? Is it going to feel different? Because, you know, like I, I've been in so many instances where I'm talking to someone, I recognize that they're attractive, they're saying all the right things, but I can feel myself like in my mind like being like, could I date this person? Like, I, I, like they're saying all the right things and, and they're not like, they're an attractive person, but like I can feel myself like almost forcing it, like trying to like try to fit it like maybe over time when we get to know each other, right? Like all of that kind of stuff. And I've always, when I've heard other friends of mine who, uh, not all the time, by the way, not all the time, but I know a lot of people uh, when they've met their partner of life, in life, that it was kind of like a lightning bolt moment for them or something that really, really like caught their attention in some way. It doesn't necessarily have to be like, oh, this is going to be my life partner, but it's something. There's some kind of a a, a mag- magnetic pull to one another. And I just haven't felt any magnetism towards anyone for a, for a long, long time. And I say long, long time because I, because for one, I've never experienced like that fuck yes. Uh, well, let me, let me just, let me just put it like, I, I kind of almost experienced a little bit of that actually recently. That's why I want to talk about this. Um, but, but prior to this kind of last little meeting I had, I have never met anyone even people that I've been with in my life where I was like, I, you know, I can have it all basically like, wow, like someone like you really does exist, you know, from, from the, from the attraction to the, the mind, body, soul, what how they think, right? Like all of the things, all the pieces where you're like, holy shit. And I'm sure if I had met that person, I'd probably like, you know, have been married to them or hopefully, you know, like that's, that's what I always imagined it would be. And so I have been, um, both overthinking what would it would be like to meet this person and also like, would I know? Okay, so now I've caught you up here. I just about, um, I guess it would be about a week ago now, I was a little tired as we do, right? Like, you know, you know when you're like really feeling yourself, like you definitely don't meet anyone, right? <laughs> when you like feel like you're like, I look so good tonight and like no one's there. Um, but like it's the times where you're kind of like either not you're a little tired or maybe you're a little rushed or whatever it is that like the chances of you actually meeting somebody that night when you're not maybe at your quote what you think is your best especially physically um then you know that's when you meet someone and uh I did feel like I looked cute when you know this other day but I was just tired and and you know I think I always keep a little bit of that hope of like yeah well you know I'm going to an event that's right up my alley in terms of the people that would be there um, but it's at a, it was at a friend's house of mine. And so I'd, I've been to his place many times and like, I've never had any, uh, anyone that like, like grabbed, grabbed me. Right. And so long story short, I, I'm there and I won't go fully into it. Cause like, God knows if he listens to this, it's going to be, I, it, I'm both okay with that, but also like it, it would be embarrassing. So I wouldn't be like totally, thankfully I'm not going to like public uh, what is it like promote this episode? It's just like, if you follow my podcast, you'll listen to this. Uh, and then maybe one day he will, if it matters anyway, but, um, all right. So a week ago I see someone kind of like across the room. I was like, Oh, okay. Like, cool. 
but like can't quite get a beat. I'm it's far away with other people. Um, and we basically don't talk until the end of the night. And it was like instant. Actually, we had like one moment I like locked eyes with him across the room or it, we were outside sitting and, um, I never actually like looked at someone for like, it was like three full seconds. Imagine you guys, three full seconds of looking at someone without like breaking eye contact. And I'm someone who normally always, like I get like really sh like shy and like I look away or like avert my eyes. I always have a joke, like the more I like you, the less I look at you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't know what happens to me, but I go from like not being a shy person to like extremely shy. Um, and so I lock eyes with this person and I, it's like, I didn't even like register that it would be awkward, right? Like that we're like looking at each other for as long as we are. We smile at each other. And then somehow, you know, the moment happens and I'm like smiling on the inside. I was like, oh, that was nice. And we talk at the end of the night and I, I had never, um, I just had such like an immediate attraction to him. Like to, to the point where I was like, I, I was like in both I was both very present with him, but like also the, the witness part of me was like, I, I was also very nervous. <laughs> like I'm usually like pretty cool. Like, uh, especially in social gatherings, like I'm funny and I'm like, can usually like, I got jokes and like, I don't know, you know what I mean? Like I can like be charming when I'm, when I'm out in person. Um, but I just like, <laughs> I lost like all charm. You guys, like I was so awkward. I was so nervous. Suddenly I was like, okay, cat, good. It's like, what is happening here? Um, but eventually I like settled down and we had this like really fun conversation. There was like a couple other people and um, he, we exchange information and uh, he reaches out to me that night and uh, basically like starts, it's like a little small talk. Anyway, long story short, we like text messaged a little bit and I, I went home and I was just like, holy shit. Like in, in terms of the, mind, body, spirit, immediate attraction. Like I, the, the greatest gift of anything from this conversation or from this meeting with, with this person was to know that, that it is possible and that I, and that I will know the difference because everything in me was like, yes. And it was easy and not forced. And like, oh my God, you know, like, and so of course now the mind wants to, um, try to like, understand it, analyze that, hold on to that, not hold on to it, let it go, right? Like all, like all the nitpicky, this is, this is the real stuff. And this is really the thing that I want to talk about in the episode, not just like this cool meeting, because the truth is like, I don't really know what's going to happen. It might, it might've been nothing. It might've just literally been um, one of the kind of intuitive like hits or downloads that I received that night was um, actually I had pulled Metatron cards my my one of my oracle decks and the message really was around like um a, like my heart being a portal like an activation and I was like oh maybe th this activated like this feeling of like love in me um that obviously has always been there but it it opened up a new state of being that I I don't think I can remember like really feeling at least for like well over a decade if not more well over. And so, so we chatted a little bit in text and it was sweet. And we, he's out of town right now. And so talked about like getting coffee together or he like mentioned like 
like we like grabbing coffee when he's back. And I was like, yeah, no, I'd love to. And text a little bit. And then the last couple text messages, like now I know that he's like all the logic, right? He's away. He was planning something. And um, I basically was the last person to text the last two times, actually. Like the first time it was like, you know, conversation back and forth. There was like a little question in there, but then it ended with like kind of like what felt, I guess, more final. But there was still like one little question in it. And it was just kind of left there. I was like, okay, no worries. He's out of town anyway. And then I, um, and then I texted him something like, hope it all goes off great or something like that. Cause he was planning something for on Friday night and I never heard back and I still haven't heard back and it's Saturday night now. And, um, the processing for me, let me, let me take it step by step now. Um, uh, bear with me. Sorry, like, I don't quite know how to explain this. I don't even know how to release this because, like, obviously this is so embarrassing if you actually listen to this. <laughs> I'm just banking on the fact that, like, he's not, you know? Like, he doesn't even know about this podcast, basically. Um, but, so, okay. So the first bit that I want to say is I had already been given a heads up from Spirit. I actually did a little tarot reading um, that I was guided to do around just the situation of meeting someone like this where... I just feel all of this excitement and joy and fun um, and, and like intrigue of like, what is this? And the cards basically said that, you know, if I'm in the, so I was asking, like when I would ask questions about like, basically what is this relationship? Like, is it like a friend? Is it like a lover? Like, is this the one? Like all this kind of stuff. Basically the cards read is like, you needing to know is going to be like um, purgatory for yourself. And if I'm able to, basically, if I need to define, if the mind needs to get comfortable with knowing what's going to happen with this relationship, I'm going to be in for a really unpleasant time. If I can allow for ambiguity, if I can allow for this to just sit out there as, as I don't know, we, that there's no, without trying to attach or project anything, that everything is possible, that all possibilities are possible. And, and like, I think we know that, right? Like uh, the mind is the thing that takes us, first of all, out of the feeling of love. It's the thing that overthinks. It's the thing that suddenly gets into fear. Oh, they don't like me. Maybe they're not that into it. Um, maybe there's something that, you know, like X, Y, and Z, whatever it is, the mind is really, really good at coloring in the details in the absence of space, uh, right? In the absence of, or in the absence of communication, when there's space, it likes to fill in and narrate. And a lot of times the narration is not always that positive. Um, certainly for me in the, I mean, yes, there was, but then also falling into old fears and, and, you know, draw the mind draws upon the past. So it's like, past rejections I've experienced, past, you know, moments where I thought was excited about something and it actually fizzled out and wasn't anything at all, you know, or um, just all of these, all of that past memory then kind of like tries to come into the present. And my guides basically said, when I say my guides, I mean like my angels and a lot of intuitive messages coming in around this and basically was saying like, if you're able to stay connected to the the feeling of love that you're in 
like why you feel so good. This is the feeling of love being excited and open and, and where you're connected to the limitless realm of what can, what is possible here. And it feels so good. That feels so good. And what doesn't feel good is when the mind comes in, that doesn't feel good because that then tries to fill in stories and, or even before there's time, like all the what ifs and, and all this stuff, you know, around that we just, I think probably a lot of us do to ourselves. And yeah, so uh, what, what, what was it you were guys saying? Oh yeah. So what they were saying is that feeling of love that I was feeling, especially in those like the kind of the afterglow of the last, the two days after we met, they were like, that's yours. Nobody gave that to you, right? Like it was, it, it got activated. That feeling of love got activated through another human being, but that human didn't actually give you anything. It just, he just sparked what is already inside of you, Kat, and inside of all of us, right? That there's not a person like, there's no way, he can't take away the feeling of love either because it wasn't, he never gave it to me. It was, it was mine all along. Um, I hope that, I hope that makes sense. And so when I attach, but then I was saying like, basically when I attach that love to this person, that feeling to that person, then it holds power over me because when that person doesn't behave or act or do what I want or expect or would like to see happen, then it is an immediate um, dampening on my spirit and that feeling of love and expansiveness and lim limitlessness, right? And so I, I've been told now all of these things and I understand it logically, but you guys have been really struggling with it because especially the last couple of days when I really like haven't heard much and also uh, I don't know. There's just like a, there's just like a couple of the things where I like my mind was like wanting to get in there and maybe this, maybe that, maybe this. And I was like, maybe you need, need to stop. <laughs> maybe you can chill. Um, but I have been like really, really struggling with it. And I've, and I struggled, like I was trying to be present last night. I went out last night and all I can think about is like, why, I'm like, you know, maybe he lost interest and whatnot. And, and just really like, it just didn't feel good. And, you know, and I know all these things, I was like, connect back to the love cat, connect back to the possibility, understand that like the, okay, he might not be it or he could, he, he, all of it, just keep it all out there. But like that feeling of like love and excitement, like it's yours, it's still here, but it was so easy. It was hard to like actually maintain that, even though I know all the things, you know, good if it is, good if it isn't. If he's the one for me, he will be the one. And if he's not, he will not be the one. And I know that that's in my best interest. You know, I know all the right things to say to myself. I know so many of the sound logic, the sound spiritual advice that I would give anyone, including myself. Like, what is going to be, will be. And if, if it's nothing more than an opening of your heart to know that that level of excitement and yes, and that immediately like you'll get it exists, if that's all this was, okay. But not just hooking onto that then and then throwing out the possibility that it's more because my guide said, no, 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 you stay, stay connected to the limitless realm of possibilities and just allow the universe to do its thing. <laughs> 
obviously it's super fun to like know all that, but like then there's the human. And I finally, I, I had to, to do a lot of journaling um, this morning. And the thing that really came to me is, you know, I'm, I'm very like subtly hard on myself when it comes to my own spiritual development and like just my, the way, yeah, I, I would say my spirit, like how things affect me and, and react. Like, um, even though I really haven't been on this like conscious, you know, self-awareness game for much long, for very long, like it's only been, I don't know, three and a half years or something like that since I really started thinking about myself, maybe four years more like deeply. And, but I can still be like pretty hard on myself. And so when, when like very human things like this come up, when I know better on every single, you know, area, like I could say all the right things to myself and I still feel sad and I still feel disappointed and I still feel rejected. Even if it doesn't make sense, like on the mind, the, um, the emotional body doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't live in logic. You know, emotions aren't logical. They're, that's, they're oftentimes irrational. They don't, they're, they're not meant, you can't make sense of them, right? Like they, sometimes they don't make sense. Like we know all the things and like, they're going to do what they do. And so I finally, I went back to that whole thing about like my parts, you know, like the different parts of ourselves. And I was like, Kat, you've been like, not only not allowing this one part of yourself to be here, you've actually been shaming it. And that's the, the girl, just the girl that's excited about a boy that's feeling rejected at, at the very least, like that, that wants to feel like they're as excited about you as you are about them. And they might be, you know, or, or not, they're busy doing their thing or whatnot. And to allow to like, to see her and hug her and be like, it's okay. Nobody, of course, when we get excited about something and there's a, a feeling of um, a subtle feeling of rejection or disappointment, it hurts. And it's okay to feel that you don't have to be above that cat. You don't have to be like, I know better because that's what I was doing. I know better. I know better. I know all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Your mind knows that, but there's still a part that the, the, the girl in you needs a hug though. She still needs a hug. She's still here living on earth, just breaking it down very simply. And so it really helped to like, just, I kind of like cried for that part of myself and, you know, even like removing it from like the guy, right. Just it's crying for the part of me that's like, wants to be in love, that wants to have a partner, that wants, you know, that just so desires that feeling and to feel the potential of it and then it not there. It's, it's like realizing it's like crying for a part of myself that's bigger than a person. It's bigger than one person. It's, it's, it's a whole, uh, like a dynamic in me. And, and then, and then the adult, then the wise woman that I am can come in and hold the part of myself that's feeling rejected and say like, I got you girl. Don't you know, I, I am only setting up the best, most magical life on earth for you. I am only the best for you, baby girl, but it doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. So let me give you a hug and let me just tell you like whatever it is will be, you know? So yeah, like it's just, 
this is, I think I mentioned this on like another episode, like this relationships and love and navigating this is going to be for sure one of my biggest like curriculums next because there's so much like healing and learning and that I know that I will be experiencing through relationship again soon, hopefully. Navigating the letting go, navigating jealousy, navigating, um, you know, like attention and dynamics, like just, I mean, is there any better teacher than a relationship? <laughs> Especially a romantic one. That is like the, the, like the biggest one of all. And, um, this just feels like a little like precursor because, and I think maybe that's why I was getting down on myself is cause I'm like, am I failing it? You know? And, and that, even that question or that kind of like subtle thought shows me like, Ooh, is that, is that love though, Kat? Is that a loving thing to say to yourself, to judge yourself like that? You know, like that's a, just a massive judgment on like where you think you're supposed to be again. And so again, like through the experience of someone else, it's, it all comes back to self-love again. And it's just like, it's all about like, okay, how do you love now? How do you love yourself stronger, harder, more nurturing? What do you need for yourself to feel good? Anyway, um, I hope this, I don't know, this is probably like a little abstract, but just figured I'd share it. I needed, I needed to just talk about it for me and just kind of get it off my chest and move through it. And, uh, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I don't have my Metatron cards with me again. Should I go get them? I'm going to go get them. Hang on. Okay, I'm back. For those of you who uh, are new to me, I always love to pull from this Archangel Metatron deck by Amanda Ellis. And I have forgotten the last few times, but like, how are we going to do it this time? So, <sighs> how are we all doing? How are you feeling? Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness gracious. Can you believe it? It's September 23rd. Like <laughs> this year has been like definitely better than like certainly 2021, 2022, but it's just, man, the human experience is so much <laughs> like crazy. It is so wild to be a human. It's also a miracle, you know, like it's also so cool. Like it's so much fun at times and like awesome and hilarious. And then like other times it's like complex and weird and I don't know. <laughs> I just think the learning how to let go and realizing like how, like I let go, but like the mind's like, do we? I don't know. Letting go is a whole, that's a whole episode in itself. All right, Metatron, what do you have? What? Ooh. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. We pulled card 55, safety, strength, and power. You know what's interesting about this card? Uh, this, I, if there's a connection spirit, you just tell me. But what this card that I remember it initially means, or like one of the big messages is to protect your energy. This is around protecting your energy. Uh, there's a Native American man here, like a chief, and uh, you see a lot of red in this picture. Root, and that it's uh, about the the base chakra, right? Our, our root chakra, and being really uh, connected to earth. But it's also around this concept that, like, maybe there's like some energy coming at you, 
um, or us, right, from someone, from other people that like might not be as positive right now and to make sure that we are uh, doing what we can to like protect our energy, right? And that might be not answering certain calls from certain people if you don't have like a a good, not doing things out of obligation. Like if somebody is asking you something for, for something and like, it doesn't feel good, like throw it on pause kind of thing. Um, just imagining yourself surrounded with white light and just, you know, realizing that you are safe. Uh, there's nobody that can like send anything really at you and like, just know that you're always protected. Um, but just like to be aware that there could be, I don't know, maybe some some jealousy out there right now if you're experiencing anybody who might be a little bit jealous of you. Uh, there might be something coming at you. I mean, you're probably dialed as hell, you know? So it's like, of course, there would be some shade coming. It happens at times. But uh, let's see, is there anything else that I want to say here? Uh, oh, cool. This is a, this card, I'm just wanting to, I want to look at the book here a little bit. And one of the biggest, biggest things is that this is really about a card of strength and determination and courage as well. So really, um, like really just having that determination to move forward and putting our two feet on the ground, right? All of that. But it does, uh, it's about conviction and leadership and passion and strength, right? So that's great. And it also mentions uh, that there might be energies of anger, frustration, greed, or lust around you. Um, so again, any any kind of like just vibes that you might be swimming through a little bit if you're feeling anything like that or it's feeling just kind of dense. Uh, calling on the Red Ray or this chief, this Native American chief who's kind of seen it all, right, and can help us to neutralize any any bad vibes, any like anything that's not fun and light and has levity. So I know this doesn't really have anything to do with love per se, or does it? Does it? I don't know. I'll have to, I'll have to check in on with that. But in the meantime, uh, I'll let you guys go here. Thanks for listening. I'll see you guys next time.